Well, in our last exciting episode, the police commissioner of Midland City, using the chicken emergency procedure, made contact with the winged warrior on a very important matter. Hello. Hello. Uh, hi, this is the winged warrior. Oh, yes, winged warrior. The world is about to be destroyed by a very diabolical... Yes? That's it. Impressed by the urgency in the commissioner's voice, the winged warrior replied immediately, saying, I'm very impressed. Adding at the same time, But I gotta take a basket to my grandmother's house. Ah, oh, come on. Honest engine, commissioner. You're putting me on. Oh, cross my heart, I really do. What really is in do. the basket? Uh, groceries and a TV guide. Winged warrior. This is the winged warrior here. Couldn't you take the basket some other time? I don't think so, commissioner. We haven't taken anything to her for a couple of months now. Couldn't someone take your grandmother to a basket? Hey. Yes? I'll ask my mommy. Fine. I'll ask mommy. Yes, Benton? Uh, Benny Norton wants to know if I'm allowed to save the world. Did you do your errand? Nope. Benton Harbor, you know how hungry your grandmother is. I know it's been a couple months. Benton so, uh... Yo-Yo Harbor? Gee, you're pretty when you're mad, mommy. Oh, go on with you now. <laughs> Just a little blarney there. <laughs> Winged warrior. Oh, hi, Commissioner. The world, winged warrior. Hmm? It's waiting for you to save it. Boy, is that all you ever think of? Winged warrior, it's the only world we have. Oh, cool it. I've got a hungry grandmother. And with those unusual words, the winged warrior, basket in hand, leaves for his grandmother's house. Uh, so long, pretty mommy. And thus begins this day another... I uh, forgot the TV guide. Another errand of mercy by the fearless feathered fighter as he trudges through the dense woods on the outskirts of Midland City. I'll give my regards to Broadway. Singing his favorite song all along the way until... Hey, buddy. Uh, yes? Don't you read signs? Hmm? No singing in the woods. Well, can Chicken Man carrying a basket of groceries and the TV guide make his way through 45 miles of dense foliage without singing his favorite song? The office of the police commissioner of Midland City. Commissioner. Yes, I am. The chief is on the line. Iroquois or Comanche? Washington. Never heard of him. From our nation's capital. Oh, that one. Hi, chief. How's your birds? Fine. Listen, got your letter today. The one with the P.S. The world is about to be destroyed. Send help. Yes. Well, could we make it next week sometime? That soon, huh? Couldn't ask for a two-week extension. I see. Well, this is the thing, Chief. The winged warrior is a little tied up right now. He's, um, uh, taking a basket to his grandmother's house. I said he's t Groceries and a TV guide. Yes. Well, perhaps next year we can get together. That soon, huh? Listen, behind every crowd there's a silver moonshine. Yes. Well, thanks for calling and say hello to the girls. I know, I know. Well, look at it this way. You'll be gaining a ranch hand. So long, Chief. Meanwhile, back in the woods... Give my regards to Broadway. Hey, buddy. No, no singing, singing in the, in woods, the allowed. woods allowed. Right. And so, the winged warrior continues his trek to his grandmother's house without singing. That's okay, because I've really got a song in my heart. And several days later, in the same forest... Uh, pardon me. Yes. Is this the way to Fargo, North Dakota? That's right, Big Chicken. What have you got in the basket? Groceries and a TV guide. Tell me more. Well, I'm on my way to my grandmother's house. How interesting. You're the big bad wolf, aren't you? Mm. You're the big bad wolf, aren't you? No, they call me the bear lady. That's B-E-A-R. -E -A -A -R. I figured that. 
So you're going to Fargo, North Dakota. Oh, yes, that's where my hungry grandmother lives. Funny thing. Not to my grandmother. I'm heading for Fargo myself. Oh, good, then we can go together, leaping through the forest, hand in hand, singing and... No singing No singing allowed, right, can't sing. Hey, let's race. Uh, I don't think that's allowed in the woods either. Racing's okay. Uh, racing's okay. Then let's take off. Last one there is a, uh... Where'd she go? Well... That's got to be a pretty racy forest. And another thing, how could the bear lady take off that fast with a heavy bear costume? Could it be she's a good sprinter, but a bad speller? Greetings, audio listeners across the galaxy, experiencing DFM.NU by way of the OmniWave Narrowcasting Network, O-N-O-W-N-N. Okay, sure, uh, thanks. You all just listened to an episode of Chicken Man, episode number 28. I was unable to because it looks like we might be lost, but, you know, I think the bear lady was actually Mrs. Helfinger. You sure that's the right direction? And now, it's side real time for Uber Radio Salon, number 749. That bit of sonic mayhem you yearn for, even in your sleep. Man, it feels like we've been doing nothing but sleeping for our four-week trip here. <sighs> okay, uh, down this cantilevered walkway to the left, I think. Two hours of experimental frequencies performed live each week, squeezed into little electric tubes and extruded lovingly into your personal little ear holes. Why, why, why do I, why do I feel so itchy? Tonight's special super remote guests guests include, but not limited to, Univac, Austin Rich, Nina Pixie, and Doss, blended together in the form of. The fourth Sunday players tonight without robotic accompaniment. Ah, uh, oh, that, <clears throat> there it is. Um, hey, hey, uh, 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 Univac, um, can you can you help me with this? Uh, uh, the gear cart keeps wanting to drift a little to the left. Oh yeah, yeah, no problem. We are narrow casting from the Chakra Chimp research kitchens of Northern California land, along with Austin Rich, living in his own private The Lava Lamp Lounge, secured neatly in the Mid-Valley, which itself is tucked into a tiny but vastly expansive storage closet inside the Squirk Oob pod. Yeah, uh, I've been meaning to uh, thank you for that, fitting my entire Mid-Valley inside of your uh, seemingly tiny pod. That, that, that was a, a real stroke of genius. Yeah, no problem. I have these really cool storage bins that I discovered when I acquired this pod. And I, you know, opened them up and all of a sudden I was like, wait, there's like, that one has an entire vast 
like forest, and the other one has uh, incredible snow veldt, and uh, some have jungles, and some are just voids that you open up and it sucks you into. And I lost like 60 years that way, <laughs> but I but I came back. I mean, this I, is perf perfect because I can have my appointments in the Mid Valley, and I can actually still be here in the Skirt Cube. So I mean, I, yeah, I, I'm, I really enjoy this. Yeah, it's really amazing. Um, it, it's convenient to have you on board whenever you need to be, too. For sure, for sure. And no longer narrowcasting from geosynchronous orbit above you, also inside the Squirk Oob pod, Univac is somewhere deep in space, standing both next to and not next to Austin simultaneously. Uh, what, what, what happened, um, uh, thought experiment, if we switched places? It would be pretty dangerous. Uh, it, <clears throat> I, you know, I don't know. Uh, you would have to take over the controls and I'd have to teach you first. So we'd have to sort of know that this was going to happen ahead of time. And then we could, I could teach you, which would take about six or seven, maybe eight years or so. And then we could go back in time, maybe mm -hmm. through one of those little portals and then um, start all over again. And then you can switch places with me and I can switch places with you. And we wouldn't even notice. Got it. So I, I, I should start training for it soon, so that when I travel back in time for it, um, I'll actually be ready. So I got. It. Okay, cool. This is exciting. Yeah, time travel is time travel is pretty wearing on the on the physiology. So yeah, you got to be really careful. So you know, bulk yourself up and drink lots of carrot juice and sure, you know, sure, yeah, that'll uh, help you. This happens to be sequential episode number two, 749, Pinocchio's Place, Cellulose Grill, and Subpar Exotainment Bar. Oh, and glaring at us from across the galaxy, there they are, the Cantankerous Ground Crew. Aww, that little tiny box that we have them uh, in on the screen there, that's so cute, I like that. Aww, and they're waiting. It's nice to keep them in a little box. Yeah, yeah. I, I wonder if they think I wonder if they think we're in a box. Yeah, they, I think they see us on a circular screen, though. Oh, I see. Yeah, so kind of, you know, they must live in a box because we live in a squirt cube. So, I don't know. It's it's really weird that the Pinocchio's place is situated at the top of this rickety platform, a kilometer above the surface of the dendrolic, a misshapen planetoid somehow made entirely of wooden paper. This seems really pardon the pun, sketchy to me. Yeah, sketchy. Sketchy indeed, man. Even weirder when the janky wooden gantry that stretched out to the planet's ionosphere where we were forced to dock. Remember that? Like, yeah. I was trying to, like, land on the planet's surface and they were just like, no, no, you need to go to that little tiny janky gantry over there and, you know, don't touch it. Right. Yeah, there's all these rules posted everywhere. And then, and that, and then that wooden shuttle, wow, sketchy as hell. I mean, I swear, I could see the cracks in the hull where the vacuum of space kept my ass stuck to the splintery bench all the way down. Rough, rough, rough riding. Ow, man. Dude, that's probably why you're so itchy. Oh, yeah, and you know we had to jump between airlocks. Remember that? Through a couple of feet of ionic space, nude? Not without even our slip suits. I guess they really didn't want my shuttle to touch their pod or their shuttle to touch my pod. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, very, uh, very cleanly. Uh, very, uh, very tidy, this place. Uh, and then they just sprayed us with this weird something or other. <laughs> and Johnny mentioned, Johnny mentioned something to me last week about this place. Uh, something about everything here being wood or 
I don't know, but I mean, I, I didn't think that he meant. I thought it was like some sort of joke or or metaphor. I thought it was something. metaphor. Yeah, yeah. I it was metaphor. Like we're musicians. I'm always wood. What are you talking about? Right, 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 right. I'm always ready. Let's do this. That's yeah. right. We're yeah, wood, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. God. We're solid. Yeah, you know, I was yeah. wondering why we couldn't. We we could only bring the wooden or plant based instruments. You know, it's just. I just. Uh, I was kind of flabbergasted when I read that on the little printout. We are narrow yeah. casting live via DFM Radio International, DFM.nu, over the Omniwave Narrowcasting Network to the four or five of those brave souls who have been able to acquire the proper officially sanctioned OWNN leased listening equipment. Yeah, that's uh, those lucky listeners out there. Uh, they're really going to enjoy this broadcast for sure. Kind of, that, that gear is pretty expensive, though, so I'm, I'm impressed that even four or five people were able to buy it. Hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the lucky few, as we like to call them. <clears throat> oh, well, yeah, oh, dude, check it out. They, they have a recording store here, too. Oh, man, let's pop in for a bit. Oh, yeah, totally. Excellent. That's great. Maybe we can ask the sentient behind the counter what, a, what kind of weird esoteric bands this planetoid has. Join us at the radio chat, dfm.nu forward slash chat, or scream loudly into said listening equipment, and we'll hear you. For sure. Oh, weird. <clears throat> Looks like all their music is carved into this thin cross sections of logs and other kind of Whoa. hard plant material. These are over here are engraved on branches in this section. Whoa. Wow. That's they, they, cool. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. They have a section here uh, the rotor compatibility, compatibility kits. Yeah. Okay. We can hook these up to the OWNN uh, listening gear. And that way we can actually listen to these logs and branches and uh, whatnot. That's cool. They must use like twigs and stuff to sort of uh, emulate the, the really complex 28 pin plug that you need to interface with the OWNN equipment. So, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, that's that's cool. It looks like they have, oh, oh, I see you. You you could get the accessory pack and that has all the different connections for all the different galactic ports. So, right. Yeah, Look cool. It sucks though, because you have to buy the whole pack. You can't just buy the one you want, you know? Right. So we'll, we'll be covered for like probably all the 24 planets that we get a tour. We'll have every adapter for every planet. That's kind of cool. Do you, do you think we could trade the ones that we don't need as we go on this tour? Or, or is that kind of like uh, not acceptable? Yeah, we could probably trade it. Like, sure. That sounds like a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Maybe make a little uh, a side scratch on the, on the way. Hmm. Yeah, because there's a bunch we're never going to need, so we could just like trade them with other people, and you know maybe it's some sort of currency on one of these planets. Oh, dude, you have the latest OWNN to the the Medic planet, you know, connector. Right. Yeah, dude, that's worth a couple of creds, I'd imagine. I like that. Oh yeah, uh, archive narrowcasts of Ub Radio Salon are available at Internet Archive, but also in physical obsolete media format at the Galactic Library, Wing 57, Corporate Punishment Section, Narrowcasting Novelty, Subsection Ub. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, the, the spore behind the counter suggests that these here, uh, which have sat on the racks apparently for years, uh, but uh, in this quadrant are uh, highly underrated and incredibly talented artists. Uh, and they should be heard by the entire galaxy. Check this out. We got uh, Spongiflora slime mold and the stamens. Oh, hey, yes. I, uh, this, yeah, yeah. I think you were talking about this one. Um, and then we also have a uh, we would. Oh, sorry, would we would? Yeah, good name would, there. Would we would? Oh, I, I see. Two different woods. Hmm. I want to hear Got that it. one. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, here's another one. Uh, something called the Floral Domination Earth. Hmm. Good. I like that. That uh, sounds kind of scary, actually. Yeah. Um, uh, he occasionally qualified as something uh, that uh, we should not worry about in the slightest bit. Hmm. Well, you know, the weird... slime molds are taking over our planet. So I yeah. don't know, I'd be a little worried about that. I w wonder what happens if we play that record or that, you know, wooden recording uh, back home on Earth. That would be kind of crazy. Yeah. But, you know, he says again, yet again, uh, uh, we should not worry about this. Don't even worry about it. Just listen. Uh, all right. Well, that's cool. Yeah, we'll put it on. Oh, and check this out. They have they have a lot of Ethel Merman's al albums, too. Ethel Merman? What? No way. Isn't isn't Ethel the Merman, the Merman's mom? You know, that surf fan from San Francisco, the Merman? Oh, right. You know, and I'm pretty sure I've heard of the Stamens. Didn't didn't they like go solo and freak out on some late night show or something? Um, podcasts are available on iTunes, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, TuneOn Radio, and TuneOut Radio. Which one do you do you like on those? Do you listen to any of those? Oh, you know, I mean, we, we're listening to ourselves live. So. <laughs> I think uh, I, I think I'm into the uh, the 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 i uh, the i n out radio. Hmm. I ins yeah. and outs. Yeah, I like the ins yeah. and outs. That's true. We now, we now begin, begin our, our scheduled, scheduled narrowcast. Narrow <clears throat> ah, that was uh, quite a climb down to the bar. Pinocchio's place. Yeah. Very appropriate. Very appropriate. Yeah, that's a pretty witty name. Cause, uh, yeah, everything here is made of wooden paper. That's kind of weird. Johnny was right for the first time ever. I didn't really mm. believe it. Yeah, although it seems kind of weird that he's uh, right in the wrong way. Or wrong in the right way sometimes. I don't know. It depends mm. on how this all ends up, you know. True. Every last couple of ones, we end up, you know, either getting destroyed or burning everything down or something. So, I don't know. Fingers crossed. <clears throat> he did say that all of our instruments had to be wood, though. And I guess robots won't work down here for the gig, either. Like, where the heck do we plug our gear in? Hmm. Good point. Hmm. Uh, hmm. Let's see. Hmm. I don't know. Um, hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I really don't know how this is going to work. What about that <laughs> over there? Maybe... There's something over there that looks like kind of a, a slit in the bark or something. Maybe I don't know where we're gonna, where we're going to plug our. It's just weird. I don't. Yeah. According to this band schedule over here, we'll be sharing the stage with the. Uh, hang on a second. I quote, "Greatly unknown but universally accepted singing brood swarm." Some new sounds. That's the band who's ah, opening up there, for us. There, there we wow. go. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I've been looking forward to hearing some new sounds. I wonder what they're about. Um, Johnny yeah. said they're kind of, kind of a bit insectile, I guess. Hmm. Interesting. Hey, um, um, are you guys zero G mice? Uh, um. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Oh, great. That's great. I'm the stage manager, Conifer. We have you booked. Hi. On the, hey, we have you booked on the Alder stage. You know, it's over here. 
Some new sounds is gonna be the opener, and then it's you guys. Hey, careful of Vinny over there. He likes to spread out when he drinks. Gets his damn roots everywhere. Watch it. Uh, did you notice Conifer's hair? It looks like yellow kudzu. It's kind of cool. Yeah, that's that's really wow. And the rest of them resembles an aspen grove, like like they grew together into vaguely inverse humanoid shape. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah. Hey, here we are over here. The brown room is over there. And you can plug your stuff in over there. You know that burl? So plug it in when it's time. Mind the resistance, though. You do only resistance. have... Yeah, the resistance. Be careful. Okay. You do only have wood, paper, or plant-based gear, right? Our, con um. Our contract stiffly stipulated that in the first, fifth, seventh, and twentieth paragraphs. Oh, and it was right under your signature, too. Uh, uh, <clears throat> of course, yeah. Um, yeah, we, we, we saw that mm, in yeah. the contract. Okay, great, Con great, great, great. Contract, right? Yes, great, great, great. <laughs> right? Then I am also contractually required to verbally reiterate it one more time. So, all equipment, clothing, accessories, including but definitely not limited to guitars, frisbuzzles, keytars, bangers, affects, cordage, robots, coverings, including skeevies, belts, and foot boosters, canobolies, macrophonies, etc., must consist entirely of wood paper or plant-like hemicellulose, I know that's a tongue twister, is for me, hemicellulose material. So all plastics, meats, metals, silicates, exploders, toasters, will, in the span of two hours, be reduced to an incendiary acidic goo. So. Make, make sure you check all of your belongings. Uh, incendiary acidic goo, uh, oh, how, uh, that doesn't seem like a good thing on a wooden planet. I, I, I hope it's okay. I, I'm, I'm using artificial wood. Me too. I, I just covered most of my stuff with that fake wood vinyl stuff. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> um, what about uh, uh, me and uh, 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 Univac? I assume uh, we're we're made of uh, of meat. Uh, um, well, uh, well, I mean, I can only verify myself, but I'm pretty sure both of us uh, yes, yes. are don't, meat stuff. Don't be concerned. That's why we hosed you down with the cellulose leisure suit when you jumped onto our shuttle. Oh, that's why I'm so itchy and styling. Hey, I gotta run. Some new sounds is going on stage. All right. Um, cool. I'm looking forward to these guys. Yeah, this is going to be fun. Tonight, Big Milkio's place, Cellulose Grill, and Subpar Exotainment Bar, Dendrolic's Home, 
for Away From Home Music presents, first up, tonight, crawling all over the stage, some new sounds, the, the chitinous children of Chitachi Central, performing a moving rendition of their tertiary tribe's official anthem in three parts. Let's give these critters a big appendage. Yeah! Woo! 
of the circus. For Jerry of the circus. Hey, Tom, look at Look at what, Jerry? Well, there's Ham over there. See him? Oh, yeah. He <laughs> sure is funny, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. He acts like he's half asleep all the time. Oh, Ham. Uh, yeah. What you doing, Ham? Oh, I'm just thinking. That's all I'm doing right now. I'm just thinking. Well, what you thinking about? Well, I was just thinking about uh, what I'm supposed to do. Uh, I was supposed to do something, but I don't remember what it was, so I'm just thinking to see if I can find out. You sure forget quick. Oh, that's because I had my mind on your friends, them Russians that put on the riding show yesterday. Yeah, they sure are good, them Russians. He means the Russoff troop. Yeah, I know. You liked them, huh, Sam? Oh, they were really something. Say, they can ride them horses better than anybody I ever did see. When they were riding, standing up, I really got scared. I never saw anything like that before. I guess that's because i never been where they were before, and that's why I didn't see them. They're just about the best riders in the world, I guess. The best trick riders, anyway. Uh, where are you boys going to now? You're going someplace, I'll bet you. Well, we were heading down the line to see my dad. Oh, he's out there on the track with Blaze. See him? Oh, sure. There he is, Tom. And he's got Blaze all saddled. I guess he's waiting for Warren to come and give Blaze his last workout. Come on, let's get over there. Uh, can, can I come along and watch? Uh, don't you think maybe I shouldn't order? Sure, come on along, Ham. But hurry. Uh, you want me? You mean me? I should hurry? Oh, me. Well, Mr. Rogers, he sees us, Jerry. Coming, Ham? I'm coming, yes, sir. Poor Dad. He sure is worried about that race this afternoon. I don't blame him. It sure would be awful if he didn't win. Hello, boys. Hiya, Dad. Hello, Mr. Rogers. Who's your friend there in back of you? Oh, Ham. He wanted to watch Blaze do his workout. Uh, yes, sir, Master Rogers, if you don't mind, sir. Oh, glad to have you, Ham. Uh, say, Tom, did you happen to see Warren over by the stable? No, sir, I didn't. I wish that boy would be a little more prompt. He's ten minutes late already. Uh, I saw Mr. Rogers, sir. You did? Where? Uh, he, he was down at the other end of the line talking with Mr. Elston just a while ago, sir. Talking with Elston, you say? Uh, yeah, sir. Who's that, Mr. Rogers? Elston owns the two fastest horses in the state. Well, which ones are they? He's the owner of Morning Sun and Silver Streak. Really? Yep. But lucky for the rest of us, he's only entering one. He's just running Morning Sun under his colors. 
Say, I heard someone talking about those two horses yesterday. Oh, that morning sun is the one big threat of the race this afternoon. He can win it all right. Uh, my boss says his horse is going to win the race, and he knows what he's talking about, and that's what he told me. He said that to me. Well, Ham, everybody that enters a horse hopes that his entry will win, but there's just going to be one winner when the race is over. Look at Dad. Here comes Warren now. Well, about time, I'd say. Come on, Warren. He sure has taken his time. I'm waiting for you, Warren. I've had Blaze out here on the track for ten minutes already. I got something to tell you, Mr. Rogers. Bad news, I'm afraid. What's the matter? I'm not riding, Blaze. What are you talking about? You heard me. I'm not riding for you today. But you've got to. You can't let me down just hours before the race. There isn't another jockey available. I'm sorry, but Mr. Elson's going to enter both of his horses in the race. And I'm going to ride Silver Street. Oh, how can you do a thing like this to me? I'm sorry. Listen, Warren. If you ride Blaze and Blaze wins, I'll give you... Well, I'll make it worth your while. Between you and me, Mr. Rogers, Blaze hasn't got a chance. Silver Streak is going to win the race, and I'll be riding him. Oh, now, listen to me, Warren. I'm sorry, Mr. Rogers. I'm in a hurry now. Jiminy Cricket, that's awful. Oh, Dad, what are you going to do? I don't know, son. I guess I'm through. I, I... know. What? Why don't you ride Blaze, Tom? Say, that's an idea. Uh, excuse me, sir, but Mr. Tom is just about the same size as was Warren. Yes, but he's not a jockey. Why, you couldn't ride in a big race like the handicap, Tom. Sure I could, Dad. Yes, he could, Mr. Rogers. He's a good rider. What? What's this you say? He rode Splendor and did jumps with him. Well, Whitey says I'm a natural-born jockey. Honestly, did, Dad. Whitey? Who's Whitey? Well, he's, a, he's a man who has charge of all the horses with the circus. Really, Mr. Rogers? Tom will surprise you. He can ride keen. Uh, why don't you let him try to ride the horse now? And if he can ride, well... Well, I don't know what else to Please do, but... let him try. Yeah, Dad, let me try. It won't hurt to see if I can ride him. Well, it certainly would be a lifesaver if you could, Tom. Can I try? Well... All right, go ahead. Uh, hey, hey, wait a minute. Uh, but before you get on that horse, I got something I want to give you. It was going to turn the trick. What are you talking about, Ham? Uh, here, Mr. Tom, uh, you, you take this lucky rabbit's foot. What are you rubbing it on your head for? Uh, that's going to make sure it's lucky. You can't go wrong now. Gee, thanks, Ham. Help me up, Dad. Okay, up you go. Uh, there. Now, now, take it easy until you get the feel. Are you, you all right? Sure. Come on, please. You'll see how good he can ride. Well, he sure seems to know what he's doing. It's the best thing that could happen. I mean, that Warren, he done quit on you. Now, Mr. Tom, sure going to win for you. He's going to try hard, and with that rabbit's foot, he can't miss, no, sir. I hope you're right, Ham. Uh, Ham is never on most of the time, only sometimes. Just look how nice he rides. Uh, bring him back here. Oh, but, Jerry, I'm really afraid to let Tom ride him. Don't be afraid. I tell you, he's a good rider. I wish I was sure of that. Well, just like Tom told you. Whitey said he was a natural-born jockey. Should I try him out now? All right, son, but be careful. I will. Time us now. All right. Go ahead any time. Get up there, Blaze. Golly, look at him go. Well, that's faster than he took off when Warren was riding him. Say, I believe you're right, Jerry. I do declare. That boy is all right. Hey, it might work. What, Mr. Rogers? I mean, I think Tom might be able to ride him this afternoon. Sure he can. Wait, wait now. Let me clock him at the quarter turn. There. What did he do then? Let's see. Well, say... How long did it take him? Only 23 seconds. Say, that's the best time ever. I told you Tom could ride. Oh, looks like you're right, Jerry. Right, see, that bull is good. He's flying with that horse. You know, he'll try hard to win. Sure he will. He'll try hard. That's what he'll do. Say, he'll try harder than Warren would have. What looked like bad luck has turned to good luck. Uh, excuse me, sir. Don't forget to get his time at the half mile, sir. Oh, thanks, Ham. I nearly did forget it. There he goes now. How long did it take him? Hmm, 27 seconds. That's not so good. He seems to slow down. 
He's tiring, Jerry. Maybe this afternoon when the race is on and all the folks are yelling and hollering, well, it'll keep him going. Let's hope so, Jerry. But, oh, to be truthful with you... Yeah? Well, Jerry, I've given up hope. I'm afraid of Morning Sun and Silver Streak, Mr. Elston's horses. They're fast, Jerry, real fast. Uh, how about Flashaway, my boss's horse? Oh, yes, I am. Flashaway is fast, too. No, Jerry, I don't think we have much of a chance. Uh, that boy you can ride him all right, though, Mr. Rogers. I'll say he can. And it might make a difference, too. Oh, it's not the rider this time, Jerry. The folks that have all been kidding me about Blaze are right. He just hasn't got the speed. He's all right for about a half mile, but then he slows down. Oh, there may be a way to overcome that. Well, can you think of a way, Jerry? Well, I was thinking that if Tom would hold him back and not let him get away so fast, he might save some of his speed that way. Oh, but then all the other horses would get so far ahead of him, he wouldn't have a chance. Here he comes. Here he comes, Mr. Rogers, sir. You did all right, son. How long did it take us to do the half mile? Exactly 50 seconds. Oh, well, that's pretty good, isn't it? Sure it is. Well, it's not so good when you figure you did the quarter mile in 23 seconds, and then it took 27 to do the second quarter. That only means one thing, Tom. Blaze slows down. He tires. The race is too long for him. Uh, here, Master Tom, I'll help you down. But, but I was holding him back. He wanted to go faster. Holding him back? Tom, why did you do that? You knew I was timing him. Well... I thought it would be better if I held him back. But why? Well, I didn't want him to get used to getting his rein so soon. You see, if I let him out now, well, then he'd think I was going to let him out in the same place when the race was on this afternoon. Good boy. See, Mr. Rogers, that's just what I said. Sure. I wanted him to save all his speed for later. Well, I don't know, Tom. You do as you please. You seem to know how to ride him all right. Don't be so discouraged. No, Dad. Please don't. I'm going in there this afternoon to win, and I'm going to win. Hooray for you. You sure enough ain't going to give up. Well, you've got the right spirit, son, but I'm afraid spirit alone can't win the race. You'd better take Blaze back to his stable now and cover him up. I've got to go to the officials and tell them I've changed jockeys. I'll be back, though, in a little while. Okay, Dad. Come on, Jerry. Right with you. Come on, Ham. Uh, yeah, sir. Yeah, I'm right here. Your dad is sure discouraged, all right. Well, I think we've got a chance to win. I know for sure Blaze could go faster than he did. You sure enough going to carry that rabbit foot I gave you, and you're going to be the most surprised boy in the whole world. Hey, wait a second. I'll, I'll open the gate. We'll do it, won't we, Blaze? Hey, Jerry. Yeah? Yesterday when Blaze ran after the fire department, uh, you said you had an idea. I have. Well, what is it? Well, I can't tell you now, but you'll find out after the race is over this afternoon. Uh, come on, boys. Let's put the horse up and get his blanket on him. In you go, Blaze. Uh, here's his blanket. Let's take his saddle off first. Okay. Uh, I'll get his bridle off for y'all. There we are. Now hand me that blanket. Yep, here it is. There. Now you just take it easy, Blaze. Take a good rest. You can do your best this afternoon. We just gotta win that race. Yeah, don't you think you best feed him some oats now so he'd be good and strong? Well, I don't know. Maybe Dad fed him already. He didn't yesterday before he tried out. Remember? He said he never fed Blaze until after he ran. Yeah, I guess that's right. Well, go ahead and pour some oats in his bin, Ham. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. That's just what I'm going to do. I think you'd better take a rest, too, Tom. It's not going to be so easy riding Blaze with all those other horses in the race. Well, I guess I'll have to keep my eyes open, all right. I have to do a lot of steering. I'll say you will. Just look at that horsey. He was sure enough hungry, all right. My goodness, looks like he didn't have nothing to eat for a long time. Here comes your dad back again. So soon? Uh-huh. You boys in there with Blaze? Yeah, here we are, Dad. Well, you're okay with the officials, Tom. I'll get you your riding outfit later. Hey, what's going on here? What's the matter? Who gave Blaze all those oats? Well, golly, we thought there's that... There's something wrong, sir. Wrong, wrong. I'll say there is. 
We're as good as finished now. Oh, the idea of feeding a racehorse just before the race. Oh, we didn't think you'd fed him yet. Oh, I thought you boys knew better than that. Well, did you feed him already? Oh, of course I fed him. I fed him real early this morning, and I just gave him a little bit. Oh, that horse hasn't got a chance now. He won't be able to run at all after eating all those oats. Uh, he only had a little bit, so just a little, little yes, bit. Yes, just a little bit. That little bit is just enough to make him so slow he won't even be able to get around the track and finish the race, let alone win it. Golly, we're awful sorry, Mr. Rogers. Oh, it's all right, boys. Oh, I suppose I should have known better than to end a blaze in the race in the first place. Oh, cheer up, Mr. Rogers. You might be surprised. You never can tell about a race, you know. So whatever happened to the uh, talking horse and the key, where's the key? I'm still waiting. They just keep giving us like this bait, but <sighs> we'll find out someday. Welcome back, radio listeners. Let's hear it for some new sounds. Yeah. I'm still shivering. This is hour two of the Oob Radio Salon, episode number 749. Pinocchio's Place, Cellulose Grill, and Subpar Exotainment Bar. 
the galaxy's favorite wooden paper-based destination to avoid at all costs. I'm trying to disguise my instruments. Mm, mm, yes. With uh, remote guests, uh, Univac and Austin Rich, sanding and scraping their sounds into the sluice box over to the cantankerous ground crew, Nina Pixie and Doss, who then carefully whittle it into your little ear holes to enjoy throughout the afternoon. I, I think I have some toothpicks in my teeth from that leisure suit that they sprayed onto us. Mmm, yes. Kind of tasty, splinters. actually. I smile and I have like wood teeth. It's sort of like all these splinters sticking out. Mm. But it's definitely a, got a nice flavor uh, to it. Uh, something you don't get every day. I'm, I'm enjoying it. It was very refreshing. It's very sort of pine-scented and flavored, actually, because, you know, covered your entire body. Yeah, I never thought that pine would taste good, but you know, kind of did. Yeah, or or maybe I've just I learned hope... to enjoy it. Yeah, I hope all this work I'm doing on on the gear is gonna fool them. So we'll see. Yeah, because I don't have anything made of wood or or or, or paper or, or anything. Uh, well, you, yeah, you could borrow some of this uh, um, uh, wood panel vinyl stuff that I have over here. Cover your stuff yeah. with the, it'll look like wood, right? I mean, they, exactly. how serious can they be? Yeah, yeah, they, they won't know. They won't know the difference. Yeah. I mean, just like some people come out and like get really excited and spray your stuff with goo that burns everything down or does it spontaneously turn into goo? We'll find out. We just returned from the intermission segment of this program where we played an excerpt from Jerry of the Circus. Number 79. <laughs> 79, dude. Uh, Warren quits. In which Jerry got into some kind of trouble where his dog rags barked incessantly. Which, isn't that every episode? I know, rags, that's, he, just, he just can't stop barking. I don't know what his deal is. There should be an entire episode of rags just barking and then, you know, Jerry is like yelling at him the entire time to shut up. Mm, yeah, it's probably coming. Yeah, you know, I wonder, speaking of dogs, if they could live on this planet, they're not made of meat, right? I mean, but they eat meat, so I don't know. Yeah, hmm. Yeah, I think they're just made of dog. Hmm. Yeah, that's now, true. They'd be fine, right? I mean, sure. Sure, yeah. We'll find out one of these days, won't we? Uh, but, but first, before we I do that... So. Uh, let's uh, head back uh, into more live experimental frequencies over the OmniWave Narrowcasting Network, O-W-N-N, and on DFM.NU for those on Earth. Uh, hey, you know, this brown room is pretty swanky. It should really be called the red room because of all the unfinished live redwood paneling all over the place. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And really don't brush up against that stuff man you'll get nasty splinters for days mm. I, yeah. when i was a kid i was roller skating and put my hand against one to stop myself Ugh, i still remember the pain oh ouch you describing it is actually giving me a little bit of a tactile Ooh, ouch. yeah mm. you don't want to go through that it's it's no fun 
Yeah. Yeah. Check out those ebony chandeliers and pincushion flower chases over there. It's pretty cool. Oh, hey, yeah. I wonder what we can eat. Oh, what can we good eat? question. Uh, I don't, I, hmm, interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, the stage manager pointed to a couple of things, uh, burl-like objects uh, on the wall over there. They're kind of appealing. Um, hmm. uh, this one kind of resembles chocolate cake in a way. Yum. Wow, I'm going to have some of that. Hey, I wonder if they're really serious about that, that incendiary goo thing. I'm kind of worried. You know, yeah. I built a bunch of plant seed and wooden instruments that had to use motors and wires for some of them. I mean... It would have been really great if Johnny had been a bit more clear on that. Maybe we need to rethink our manager. Yeah, there is uh, no way I, I could have done this show uh, without my uh, micro granny and uh, um, my, uh, my my blip tone. Uh, so I mean, there's just there's yeah, those there's... are pretty much basic stuff. I mean, you you know, you mm. can't live without that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I mean, fundamental uh... to your music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have a, a over here this, uh, um, this CDJ tar that I made where um, it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's basically the backbone of my sound. So. Right. It's like all CDs, but made into a guitar. It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A bunch of wires and stuff sticking out of it. I love that. Yeah, but uh, now uh, with wood paneling. Oh, uh, right, right. See that vinyl wood paneling stuff? Mm -hmm. I tell you, it's yeah. going to fool them. Everything we, we play is going to look like RCA of the 70s. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah. Uh, and, and and I guess if we time it right, we uh, we might just be able to finish our set, uh, break down, and get off this planetoid uh, before there's uh, any problems or anything. So uh, we should be good. Uh, when did we get here anyway? Uh, I think it was about forty-five minutes ago. Um, it's it's pretty hard to get my chronometer calibrated with the spin rate of this planetoid, though. And, you know, I think all these trees and fungi are interfering with the Universal Sidereal time broadcast that my uh, chronometer locks onto to tell us what time it is. So eh, 45 mm. minutes, maybe. Yeah. But we may have like an hour and 15. We should be good. Cool. Cool. Yeah, I was, I was kind of wondering about that myself. Uh, um, how do they get the uh, OWNN transmissions out here? This seems like a pretty remote part of the galaxy. Uh, it's all wood here. There's yeah. no metal receivers or antennas or anything. Yeah, yeah, you know, I just learned that um, on the back of that thermal print that I got from uh, back of the pod from with, sh with the show info, I found coordinate info and calibration techniques for the Drawix unique antenna system. You know, just pretty cool. So basically, the the whole planetoid is both a receiver and a broadcaster. Oh. It's very ingenious. So one side they use the canopy of leaves for broadcasting, and then the other side they use a fungal membrane wo woven throughout the roots as a receiver of the interstellar omniwave communications. Oh, so they can only send or receive depending on the rotation of the planetoid. That's, that seems kind of awkward in, awkward. in a way. Yeah, super awkward. That's yeah. why the rotational period is so sporadic. It kind of makes me feel like throwing up. Mm, that explains it. Uh, oh, then that must be why they fill the gap between the bands with that Jerry of the Circus thing. <laughs> no one can listen to that while we rotate. <laughs> Yeah, it must be a contractual obligation thing. That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, but, you know, um, all that aside, uh, let's get back to this fiery goose stuff we were talking about. Uh, Conifer said everything non-plant-like would burn up in two hours. I, I, I hope you're right about the timing on this. Guys? Not doing anything. Hey, guys. Weren't, weren't some new sounds great? 
Mm. It was so cool to see all those little guys really chittering their organs out. Yeah, uh, literally, it looked like. Yeah, there sure were a lot of them. Um, I may have stepped on more than a few in the brown room, though. Yeah, that's okay. That's That was just the tertiary auxiliary band. We get the rest of the brood every night over the next several months. No, don't worry about it. They have a lot of national anthems, I guess. Hmm. They're, they're kind of like the house band. I hope so. Well, you guys are up. So make sure you plug in your gear to the proper burl receptacles, like I told you before. Those ones that look like cake should work for your stuff. Oh, okay, cool. Thanks for the advice. Uh, but I should probably stop eating the goop from this one then. It looked a lot like chocolate cake. Yeah, that's a good idea. You might want to stop eating it. Tonight. Yeah, um, so all the sawdust all over is I'm just doing some tuning up and just getting ready for the show. Tonight, tonight, tonight. Pinocchio's place. Blah, blah, blah. Are here to present from some other place the band already infamous for surviving the battle of the banging bands by sheer dumb-witted survival. Zero-G mice. What's a mice? Hey, Pinocchio's Pace. How you doing out there? Ich bin ein Dendrotic! skipped a whole part of the script. Yeah.
exits are um, in the front and in the back and uh, tune in to Oob Radio Salon each week at this time uh, via um, oh uh, gosh what is it uh, dfm.nu um, by way of the Omniwave Narrowcasting Network the OWNN uh, if you uh, don't own it it's not yours um, we're going to have to run for it like actually run for it uh, uh, things are bad yeah, check out the broadcast schedule for more live programs worldwide. And if we make it back relatively unburnt to the Spurk Ooh, we, we may we may actually be on some of the future programs. But I don't know. Um, it's yeah. looking pretty grim. We better get our, our asses out of here. Everything's on fire. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, uh, if you can, uh, um, please, please donate to DFM uh, by clicking to the donation button on the website uh, to help keep things running. And, uh, oh, gosh, that Amsterdam, Netherlands... Uh, European Union Earth Sol System Milky Way Galaxy Place needs a lot of help these days. Yeah, they do. They're good people. Thanks for hosting us, DFM. Yeah. So archives of Ubradio Radio Salon, assuming they haven't been dominated by Flora, are available on the Earth Internet Archive and, of course, the aforementioned Galactic Library if you prefer physical obsolete media format. Yeah, podcasts, iTunes, iHeartRadio, tune in, turn on, tune out, uh, drop in, uh, and uh, check out uh, the Oob Radio. I do radio sideways. Video mm. clips are available at vimeo.com forward slash UBUIBI. Uh, this place is really burning down now. Things are starting yeah. to break. Um, radio Salon will be back next week on DFM.L. Oh my gosh. Uh, and you and the fourth Sunday players may be back in four weeks after we get out of the burn ward. Uh, they casting from the third planet of our 24th Galactic Tour. If we have any instruments left. Uh, a special bonus kissy sounds and adulations will emit from uh, your proper and officially sanctioned OWN and these listening equipment. To those listeners who survived the entire hour, thanks for listening. See you next time. If, if there is a next time, we better get out of here.